There's an HBCU, Historically Black College and University, in the city of Seoul. You might have heard of it. Jackson State University? Their football team has been in the spotlight over the past few years, so you'd think there'd be high expectations when things change in the coach's office. And don't get me wrong, there are expectations, but the new head coach says, I'm going to do it my way. Hey, it's Paul Wolf with the front row seat to conversations on culture from Jackson, Mississippi. We call our podcast Soul Sessions. It's the people, places, and events that make the city with soul shine. Today, we've freshened up an episode, a conversation my colleague Yolanda Claymore had with the 22nd head coach of the Jackson State University Tigers, T.C. Taylor. Coach Taylor talks about his lifelong preparation for the job and how he recruits players and coaches for the team. And to say the coach understands the gravity of the big shoes he's filling, well, that might be an understatement. To know uh, all the previous coaches that had so much uh, success here at a program like Jackson State. And, you know, what I say, the mecca of HBCU football, you know, a contender in the FCS. Uh, to be the 22nd head coach is, a, you know, a dream of mine. I always wanted to have an opportunity to come back here um, and have an opportunity to lead this program and, you know, continue success with these players. Um, the city, you know, it means a lot to me. When you, when you played here, was that ever a dream? Not as a player. You know, my dream was to get to the NFL. <laughs> you know, I was trying to make that next step to the next level. I never really even considered coaching then, you know. Yeah. The dream of mine was just playing at Jackson State. You know, I grew up a fan. Um, my sister went here. So I was here a lot as a uh, young kid growing up in the stands. To get an opportunity to play in the vet was something that I always dreamed of. But I never really thought I was going to get into coaching until later on. But. You know, those times everybody had dreams of going pro. But with that being said, you were well prepared. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I, I, You know, I'm what, almost 20 years into this thing coaching. So, you know, I've been at a lot of places, had a lot of success. Last year, winning a SWAC championship, I think that's my fifth uh, conference championship in college football. Uh, been around a lot of great coaches uh, on all levels. You know, I've done some things in the NFL, um, college football, junior college football. So, it's a moment that I've been preparing for for a while. Obviously, you came in behind Coach Prime's tenure, and you kind of had a blank slate from players to personnel for your coaching staff. So how did you go about identifying who was right for your program, be it a player or someone on your coaching staff? This has been like five years in the making for me. So, you know, I've always prepared myself for this moment. I never wanted this moment to kind of get on me and not be ready. You know, I always knew what type of players I wanted. I want big physical players that could run. Coaches, I wanted guys that could knew the X's and the O's, but, you know, were great mentors to the young men as well. So I always kept a little book of guys that I would cross in the coaching path. Like if I was a head coach, I'd want that guy. You know, all the, the, the great players that I was able to coach as a position coach or coordinator, I was like, that's how that position is supposed to look. That's how the I want my quarterback to play. We've had a lot of eyes on us out for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. and it's all not been positive, but you've kind of experienced the highs and the lows of this season. Um, the season opener against South Carolina State, we won, didn't do so well with FAMU, and then we came back and beat our rivals, Southern Baton Rouge. And so you've gone from them chanting, TC, TC, yeah. to... I'm not so sure. I don't know if he's the right one. Or maybe we need to change the, the quarterback. So how, how do you deal with that? 
I, I don't listen to the naysayers, you know, because the players and the coaches decide. You know, we work our butts off, like I tell these coaches and players, you know, everybody in the building that touches this program, if we work our butts off, you know, that's going to be half the battle. If you get to listening and hearing a lot of the outside noise, you're going to go to believe it. Right. So I try to keep that block out. I don't read a lot of newspaper clippings and get caught in the listening. You know, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to trust the people that surround me on an everyday basis. And I'm going to trust what I see in these players. A lot of people ask me, like, man, you kind of, you you like night and day for prime. You know, I, I keep to myself. I keep it real simple. I don't talk a lot. But, you know, um, it's, it's been wonderful. Uh, it's been a whirlwind, though. It's been a lot going on, a lot of moving parts. But I'm up for the challenge uh, in a city that I love. I love the city of Jackson. I love Mississippi. You know, this is home. Uh, you know, I like positive vibes around me. If, you're, if you know me, I'm always smiling. <laughs> you know, I always got that smile on my face. Uh, and, and I know me as the leader, people are, uh, you know, the people under me are looking at that. That's so true because you truly set the tone for your whole program. Yeah, definitely. I've had the privilege to be a part of your recruiting team. At least I, I'm saying I'm a part of your recruiting <laughs> team. But I've seen you in action, Coach. I mean, I won't say the player, but this recruit, he was there. And you spoke to his mom. Okay. She gave the okay, and this, this is all by phone now. And then her, he called his father, and you spoke to him, and he, and he gave the okay. <laughs> yeah. He turned to look at you and said, what are you saying to my parents? <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. So, Coach, give us a little insight of how you go about securing these commits. I always tell myself and my staff, like, let's make sure we're recruiting the parents as well, because they got to be um, assured that their um, sons are coming into a good situation and they're going to be taken care of. And, you know, we got their uh, best mindset at heart. I tell them about the city, how we're doing good things around here. Tell them about the program and, you know, how we the plan that we have in uh, store for them in order to get that education and also to get them to the pros. You can't just sit up and recruit a kid. You know, you got to let the moms know, the dads know that everything is going to be uh, OK on a day to day basis. Because, I mean, four years here, they're not here with them. Right. You know, so you know, we turn into those parents. And like I always like I told them that night. I said, it's like a relay race. I'm running the last leg for you right now. And it's time for you to hand that uh, baton off to me. So, you know, we're going to do continue to do a good job, you know, recruiting these parents as well. Because when we take a young man in, we, we, we're taking in their mom, dad, grandma, grandfathers in as well. As a, as a parent of a former athlete, I completely understand it's really important. Yeah. Now, let's switch gears here. Tell me, what do you think is special about Jackson? Man, the love. It's the love. Everybody don't really understand, you know, for us being a player here and a coach, how the people come out and support one another. You know, um, that's what I that's to me is what's special. And also, the food. Let me say that, too. <laughs> 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 I had to sleep there with you because I love to eat. But the support and, you know, just how everybody got everybody back in the city. Yeah. It's a great city to come to. And like I said, um, it's always something going on to be entertained. You got great people around the city, you know, so that's what I, and I use it in recruiting, talk to the parents about it, you know, um, we look out for one another and, you know, you're going to have a great time while you're here. We'd like to thank the 22nd head coach of the Jackson State University for joining us today. And we hope that you'll take an opportunity to meet us at the vet 
The first home game is September the 23rd against Bethune-Cookman in the W.C. Gordon Classic. We also have a game on the October the 14th against Alabama State, which is homecoming. Texas Southern on November the 4th and the all-time rival, the Soul Bowl Classic, Alcorn University on November the 18th. And of course, we're expecting to be in the Cricket Swag Championship on December the 2nd in Atlanta. That's my colleague Yolanda Claymore with JSU head coach T.C. Taylor in an interview we edited from earlier this year. Remember, Saturday is our first home game at the VET. Watch for extra traffic, be patient around town, and please drive safely. We'll see you in the stands and on the streets showing your Tiger pride. Soul Sessions is produced by Visit Jackson, the destination organization for Mississippi's capital city. Our executive producers are Jonathan Pettis and Dr. Ricky Figpin, and I'm our managing editor. If you want to know more about our mission and what we do, you can log on to our website. It's at visitjackson.com. I'm Paul Wolf, and you've been listening to Soul Sessions. Well, you said it was so-